Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good of Straight Out the Den. I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out the Den podcast. Uh, today's special guest, um, I'm trying to think, where did I, um, the homie Ron Shirley, he put, he put me on. That's but, the you homie. Know, that, that is the homie. Uh, but, you know, before we get into the podcast, I want to let you guys know that this podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Lander. Um, Lander, you heard me talk about it last time. Uh, they, they're based in Montreal, Canada, and they're the world's first intelligent drag and drop um, instant, instant mastering service. I don't know why I have a hard time saying that by mixed genius. Um, so, you know, if you, if you are a uh, connoisseur of music, um, if you're an artist, anyone that's dealing with music knows that the um, the mastering process is the the toughest and also probably most expensive part of the process. Um, mm-hmm. And so what these guys are doing, they, they've created a way that you can literally drag and drop your mix. And, um, you know, it, it's a very simple process. So um, and get high quality mastering for for a very affordable rate. So just for being a listener to this podcast, um, what we're doing is offering you a free trial. It's uh, very simple. All you got to do is go to lender.com. That's L-A-N-D-R dot com slash promo slash straight, uh, excuse me, S-O-D-D. Um, once again, it's lender.com, L-A-N-D-R dot com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. And I want you to do that. Tweet me at straight out the den and let me know um, how you uh, like the service. But back to the order of business. Miss Melanie Rain, welcome to the uh, Straight Out the Dan podcast. Hey. So, on our way over here, we had a very interesting conversation. Um, today is four twenty. Yeah. Um, and Happy so, four twenty. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, for those that uh, you know, I'm not a smoker, um, but you know, it's a very celebrated holiday. So, if if you want to call it a holiday, so I know people are going to have a holiday. Yeah, people are going to be having a good time. Um, you know, so that's how you know we started, but. I know um, I first heard your music. It was through Ron Shirley. Okay. Um, the second. I can't forget his. You know, right. Got to add that gotta, second Got to have the second. Got to. <laughs> um, and, you know, he put me on your music, and he actually introduced you to this podcast and, you know, reached out and was like, man, you know, I think she'll be a dope guest. And, I, you know, I'm like, man, if if you say that she's a dope guest, I'm, I'm all for it. And I listen to some of the he music. He has good taste. <laughs> yeah, he, he got good taste, you know. And, and yeah, he, he's definitely a dope artist himself. So I'm always yes. open to, you know, have quality content on the podcast. And so when he reached out, it, it was really a no-brainer for me. And, um, you know, now that, that we're here and, you know, like I told you before, the main goal of this podcast is to really share your story. So mm-hmm. at the end, everyone should know who you are, not just as a person, but as an artist as well. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. with that being said, you know, introduce yourself, Melody Rain. Like, who are you? (laughs) I am Melody Rain. I am 21 years old. Um, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. It'll be two years in May. Okay. Um, I'm an artist. I'm a mother. Um, I don't know. (laughs) It's a hard question. Well, it's a question. I know it's a very, it's it's a very broad question, but you know, I I asked that because I, I know that it brings out a lot of emotions and a lot of, you know, just a lot of dialogue. Like, you know, there's so many things about who you are. So, you know, um, I want to start at the, um, the main part, the artist part, you know, um, kind of give us that, that foundation of like, how did you become an artist? Like, where is the origin of Melody Rain? Well, um, I think, well, I always like to write. In middle school, I had started doing poetry. Like, I actually still have, like, six journals full of poetry. So, um, and I've been singing since I was young. My mom said I was singing when I was 10 months. Like, I would just be humming. So, it's just always been something that I love to do. But um, 
what really made me want to pursue my music was after I had my son. Gotcha. Yeah. So was that one of those things where, you know, it is, I don't want to say it's funny, but it's kind of weird because a lot of times when you hear people say they mm-hmm. have, you know, a child, it slows yeah. them down. But yeah. for you, it felt like it was more of inspiration and like, let me do what I need to yeah. do. Yeah, because like at the time, um, I had just got out of high school um, and I was like working several jobs because some things had happened. Like me and my dad had gotten to an argument to where I couldn't go to college. I was actually supposed to go to Clark. Okay. But um, that didn't work out. And then, so it just gave me some time to work and stuff before I had found out. And um, I just realized that wasn't the life that I wanted to live. And um, it just wasn't the example that I wanted to set for my child. Just, you know, to settle just because something happened. Because I just believe you can do whatever you put your mind to. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. You know, I, I love to hear those stories because a lot of times people tend to give up. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah, absolutely. And, and give up on, on the things that they want to do. And, you know, you, you took a, a situation like, you know, having a child and saying, like, I want to use this as, I guess, motivation to yeah. say, like, let me really do what I want to do. Yeah, you know? and I also want to inspire, like, the other mothers because, um, well, where I'm from, I'm from Indiana, um, a lot of the girls were getting pregnant before we even got out of high school. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, I just want to be a positive influence for, you know, young girls who had babies early because a lot of the time they do end up just settling out of fear, like, you know, I can't do it or – but you definitely can. Got gotcha. you. So. so answer this for me, right? When was the first time you realized that you truly had a talent? Like, I know you say your parents said you were singing, but I'm talking yeah. about you personally. How? Yeah. Did, when did you realize that you had that talent? Um – I always kind of knew I could mm-hmm. sing, you know, it just wasn't, I wouldn't say it was just really something that was really important to me. It was just something that I just really did, oh, but okay. I always knew I could sing. I did like the whole church choir thing and the solos and all that stuff. My family was real big on church. So, yeah. And you just, just switched it up. I, yeah. you know, I, I always want to hear those stories because like, you know, and, and it's weird. Like a lot of people start off in the church, um, I guess that's like the biggest platform that you can have yeah. starting off. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So like to go from there and then like switch it up and say like, no, I want to kind of do my own thing. Uh, do you remember the first thing you recorded? Um, The first thing I recorded, I think it was a song called Faded. <laughs> you Happy that? 420. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was a song called Faded. <laughs> and Faded, what, what was the... I know what it was about, but kind of give us some details on, on the record. Um, It was just about being faded, you know, but I was like comparing it to love. Um, uh, It was like, uh, if I can remember it, what was it? <laughs> I'm faded, so, hold on. Uh, you make me high like Mary Jane. You're so dope, boy, you're so insane. You got me numb like Novocaine. Match it, pass it, it's not a game. I'm faded, sedated, medicated. It had like a little um reggae vibe yeah. to it. <laughs> no, that's dope that you remember. How long ago was that? It was like, it was about two years ago. Two years ago, so yeah. that was like when you two, first got... Well, almost three, probably. Almost three. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you remember that like, like... Yeah. Like that, you know what I mean? Because I was trying to remember. At first, I didn't think I'd be able to, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's dope. I mean, you can bring that back out like yeah <laughs> remix <laughs> yeah yeah hit a remix like, like so i heard a record from you a couple of days ago uh okay. the the way yeah that that record there and actually what what was crazy is um i believe um Ron had put up like a small snippet yeah. of it and mm-hmm. i was like yo bro i need this record he was like no we that's like dropping like in a few hours or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that mm-hmm. it was like man like um 
the snippet alone caught my attention. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is this is some good music. Yeah. And now, you know, that I think that really is what kind of started this whole podcast yeah. thing now, you know, mm-hmm. to uh, get you in here. So, like, kind of talk about that record. Like, where are you? It is produced by uh, Justin Melody. Is that you? No, that's not okay, me. Okay, okay. Yeah. I want to know that's <laughs> no. like a little... Somebody else asked okay, me that too. Like a no. little AKA, like, producer slash songwriter. Okay, well, I was yeah, trying to Yeah, no. Sure. I wish. That'd be yeah. dope, man. <laughs> That'd be real dope. But, um, actually, I wrote that song two years ago before I even came. Um, mm-hmm. I recorded it in Chicago. And that's not even the final you know, um, edition of that song, I guess. Um, I just wanted to put something out, you know, to shake people up because people haven't really heard a song like that from me mm-hmm. before. But um, the reason why I decided to put it out is because lately I've been doing my ladies' liberation classes at Dance 411. So that okay. means we're doing the pole, the chair dancing. And I just feel like there's nothing wrong with women, you know, expressing themselves sexually, how they feel. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because there's nothing wrong with it. The only thing that makes it different is because, like, a man can say anything and everybody just accepts it. But then when a woman say it, it's just, like, everybody looking like, what? Like, she can't do that. So I was just like, you yeah. know, forget that. <laughs> it's that it's that double standard, of, yes. of course. Um, yeah, Dance 411, I pass by that, like, often. And it's always crowded. Like, yes, always crowded. There's a lot there. of stuff going on over there. So, what, you you teach that class or is it just No, I don't so? teach it. I just take several different classes. Okay. Um, you know, just brushing up on my dance and getting my show together for this project. Gotcha. So um, earlier you said you was from um, Indianapolis, Indiana. How did you make your way down here? Was it just for school going to, to Clark or was it? Um. Well, initially it would have been had mm-hmm. I actually went to college when I was supposed to. But then it's just, I don't know what it was. I just felt like I needed to be here. Yeah. Um, my mom, she lives in California. Okay. So everybody always asks me, well, why didn't you just go there? But I really wanted to do something on my own. Like, you know, kind of how in the Bible or like in Africa, they kind of throw the men to the wolves. Yeah. I just felt like the only way I was going to be able to really find out what I was doing and who I was and what I really wanted was to set out and go somewhere completely different where nobody knew me. You know what I'm saying? Because then I'll, I'll decide for myself, like, is this really important to me? Is this what I felt like I should do but it was just like a personal journey I guess I was trying to go on yeah I kind of want to stay right there for a second um because to stand out and and take a journey like that that's not something that comes easy you know no, what I mean not so at all. like to to say that I'm gonna leave everything that I that I know and then go to a place where I mean don't get me wrong Atlanta is a it's a very welcoming city mm-hmm. but you don't know anybody down here, yeah. you know what I mean? And so they take rough. that journey. Yeah, so, you know, walk <laughs> us through that. Like, that, you're down here, um, and what, was this, like, two or three years ago, something like that? Yeah, it'd be two years in May, so. So, so yeah, two two years, and you're down here, like, was it a culture shock, like, being in a, in a, because I don't, I've never been to Indianapolis. Is it a big city, or is um, it kind of? It's really small. Okay. It's kind of, you know, northern country. It's a lot of cornfields. It's gotcha. not much going on. It's very slow. Yeah. Um. But uh, coming here, it wasn't really a culture shock because in middle school, actually, I lived in San Diego. Oh, okay. Um, so so it's just like I got a feel and a taste of for like big city gotcha. and California. But when I came here, I just really like just love the culture. Like it's just something about Atlanta that other cities don't have, especially creatively. Like there, there are a lot of stars birthed here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just the scene and it's, it was just awesome. It was great. Yeah, you know, there are so many, so many stars in Atlanta, and I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to let that, I'm going to let that ride. But I mean, (laughs) Atlanta is that city, it's the city where you, um, 
you can kind of start hating to love when it comes to the music. Yeah. Because everything starts to sound the same. And then mm-hmm. the fact that everything is coming out of Atlanta is winning, yeah. quote unquote. Everybody starts to create music that sounds like yeah. the same thing. you know. And, I mean? you know, it's kind of like you really have to get to the indie scene because it's really only like that mainstream. Yeah, you know, absolutely. everybody wants to sound the same. Everybody that's coming from Atlanta sounds a certain kind of way. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like you just have to be like in the music because there are a lot of really different things yeah. here. I know it exposed me to a lot of different stuff. I know it changed, you know, the way I thought about music and really opened my mind up to listening to other things because the culture here is just so rich. It's yeah. just great. No, no, I, I feel you on that. It, it is a lot. And, and that's what I had to learn for myself. Like, I had to go into, like, go to Apache and, mm-hmm. and go to, um, oh, what's the show? Like, uh, MJQ and Drunk yeah. the Unicorn, places Edgewood. like that. Edgewood. Yeah, and you see, yeah. you start to see, like, oh, there's different pockets of artists that, you know, really doing their, their, their thing and mm-hmm. not just everybody on the turn-up, which the turn-up can be fun, too. Yeah, don't get me wrong, right. but, you know... I don't need a hundred turn up songs and exactly. everybody, it sounds like one long song for yes. like, you know, three hours in, in, in the club or whatnot. Um, so, you know, you're down here, you, uh, you, you reached out, you, you pretty much been on, you know, was on your own. You come to the city that's unknown to you and you, you have this love and passion for music. How are you able to balance, you know, being in the new city and then still trying to find who you are as an artist? Um, I don't know. I just feel like it kind of works together. Um, that's a hard question. Uh, I don't know. It it definitely gave me things to write about. Mm-hmm. Um, the struggle of it all. <laughs> <laughs> it just Is there a record um, in particular that like uh, takes you back to that moment of like being down here? Oh yeah. Um, it's actually called "Mama." I made it. Ryan really likes that song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the guitar. It's not out yet. It'd probably be on the project following this one. Okay, okay. But it just talks about how I came and I was just like the girl with the guitar everywhere. Like I did street singing. Mm-hmm. I actually stayed in my car like for a few times. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It got really rough. I was living with different people, like just going from couch to couch. And it definitely was like a mental struggle trying to always worry about that. And then at the same time, be worried about music mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying? Trying to stay positive about it all. It definitely, it got crazy. Yeah. I, that That's, um, I got a couple of homeboys that that story is similar to. I have a friend of mine, man, that he, um, he left Atlanta and like drove across the country to, yeah. to uh, L.A. And his story was very similar. Like he was in a pursuit of music and just mm-hmm. wanted to do something different and get away from what he's um, familiar with, yeah. you know. And um, he drove across the country in like a day. Like he he was like none. So I was like, bro, yeah. you I was like, no, man, I got to go. Cause if I stop, <laughs> yes. I feel like I might turn around. I was yes. like, all right, bro. Like, Pedal to call- the metal then. Yeah, I'm I was with like, him. <laughs> like, bro, just call me when you make it. But, you know, he made it there. And, you know, he had a rough patch where he mm-hmm. was, um, you know, Sleeping in his car, homeless, like finding places, you know, linking up with people, sleep, yeah. sleeping on sofas and stuff like that. And, you know, he, he figured it out. And now, he, you know, he's he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, he has a family and, and he's successful, you yeah. know. And, and it's like just to see that journey, it's all about like stepping out and just like going. You it know really I mean? pushes you because when you're at home, like, and you have family, you always have that comfort zone. Like, you yep. know what I'm saying? And it's just like, nobody's really going to look at you no type of way if you decide, oh, I'm not going to do music mm-hmm. or something like that. But when you're out by yourself, it just really pushes you. Like, I have to talk to people. I have to go out to these events and yeah. stuff like that. And it it really made me want, like, the music even more because now all my friends 
do music or you know what I'm saying or doing something positive whether it's a business mm-hmm. um a boutique and um I just love that company like you know what I'm saying so if I was to ever just be talking crazy like oh I'm done like I I know I have like 10 people who'd be like you crazy like you did yeah. too much <laughs> to not you know follow through with everything gotcha uh <laughs> so you know this project have you um in the two years you've been here have you released a project yet or is it something you're you're because i heard you say the record that reminds you of your time being here that's going to be on like maybe the project after this one mm-hmm. so it's like i mean it's dope that you're thinking ahead yeah you know what i mean so what's like on the horizon now you know a new project what well, um, I'm working on a project called I Am. Okay. Um, I'm going to release it uh, probably in July. Um, I've been working on it for like a year now. But um, it's it's just really going to be an introduction to me. I want to keep it like really fun and um, upbeat for the summer. Um, so it's going to be a short little EP. But then the following project after that, I plan on taking all the songs that are a little bit more serious and stuff. Okay. Like, you know, wintertime, fall, when people are more receptive to that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, and then push that out. I got you. That's that, um, you know, everybody in the house, you know, so you got time to digest as opposed to... It, it's dope that you're thinking like that. You know, you're thinking two and three projects ahead. Um, it shows who you are as an artist, actually, um, in, in my opinion, just mm-hmm. to be able to think you know, ahead, um, your, your music. And, and I hate to compare, um, artists because I know mm-hmm. that's something that people don't, but for someone who hasn't heard your music, what is the best way to, to describe, um, who you are as an artist? Like in comparison of some other artists? Yeah. Like well, close comparison. Well, so most of my influences are female songwriters, mm-hmm. Um, I love Lauren Hill. Um, I love Carrie Hilson. Oh man. Um, I love. I mean, I love Rihanna too. She, I know she doesn't really write a lot of her music. Her, Beyonce, um, Janae Aiko. I think mm-hmm. is really dope. Elle Varner, her too. Like her music is really fun. Um, Aaliyah. So. All of that kind of shaped it. And then just '90s music too. Like um, I really like TLC, Janet Jackson. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass that over to. Can you pass that over to her right there? She said TLC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I love TLC, especially Left Eye. Left Eye was my favorite. She was a supernova. Yeah, that, <laughs> I found that tape. That's a um for those that can't see. That's a um TLC uh ooh, on the TLC tip like their first album on cassette. Really? I found that for like forty cent at Value Village, wow. and I was like, yo, I gotta get that. Value Village is that spot. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm in Value Village like. I don't shop as much as I used to, but I'm in there like at least twice a month. Yeah. Mainly on the Wednesday when it's half off, like mm-hmm. the last Wednesday of the month. That's a little plug for Value Village. If y'all want to sponsor the podcast, please right. contact me. We can work <laughs> that out. Um, but, you know, you said somebody, uh, Carrie Hilson, yeah. who um, I'm a huge fan of yes, Carrie Hilson. Like, me too. Huge fan. Like Henny and Apple Juice. I don't know if you remember that. Like, that's that. Man, dude, like Henny and Apple Juice, like I never forget. We went to, um, I think she had, uh, I believe she would be on my, but she had like a be on my showcase or something mm-hmm. like that, and she went there, and it was very intimate, like maybe mm-hmm. like you know fifty or sixty people there, yeah. And we was like, yo, like, what's up with Henny and Apple Juice? Yeah, and she yeah. was looking like, y'all know Henny and Apple Juice? Like, yeah, like, we really fans. Like, we ain't yeah. don't know. Like, you know, because this was like, she was promoing a new album. Yeah. So everybody was talking about her new stuff. New stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, I want to hear Henny and Apple Juice. And, yes. you know, I, I, I'm waiting on here. Um, Henry, I'm still I'm thinking about Henny. Um, 
Carrie to uh, really break out because I think she, you know, she went through some stuff, mm-hmm. and we don't have to get into that. Yeah, but I, I want that, you know, her music to be back in the forefront because yes. she, she's dope. She's but I dope. definitely look up to her, like playing that every single day. Like yeah. I just love Carrie. That was actually one of my first YouTube covers. I had did one of her songs. So yeah, YouTube, man. Um, I'm, I'm glad you went there with the YouTube covers because I, and I don't know if it's a trend, but I noticed that like people are really getting some major attention from YouTube, like yeah. doing covers of popular songs. And, and you know, people are seeing it and like, yo, you're talented. Like, yeah. let me, you know, so how was that for you? Like, was that something you kind of just did for exposure or was it more so like, you know, just practice or what? Yeah, when I first started, I was um, really shy. So instead of like doing like the showcases at my school and stuff, mm-hmm. I would just kind of, you know, make YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the first one, that Carrie Hilson one, that one actually had like 15,000 views no, on no. it and stuff. Um, but my only thing with YouTube is it was even still like I'm not really consistent with it. So I have a couple videos that got a lot of good hits on it. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's one of those things you have to constantly keep it going yeah it's it's i don't know it's a hard market and especially music now because Mm -hmm. you have to like you say you got to keep it going yeah and it's kind of hard that if you if you're the type of artist that actually have to live Mm -hmm. to write yeah as opposed to just somebody that can just freely write about anything you know what i mean how do you how do you sustain in a market that that wants music now? Yeah. As opposed to like if you're somebody that like, man, I gotta live. Let me live a little bit, yeah, then yeah. I give you something. Like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. It's I definitely have to take my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, the other thing with YouTube is just like you know, it's not a lot of R and B um out now. It's more you know rap. It's rap with melody. Yeah, it? <laughs> it's rap with a little bit of melody to it. So I mean, I have a couple of rap covers that I do or whatever, and I like switch the lyrics and you know make it into a song with my guitar. But it's yeah, it's it is a hard market. It's really hard. Let's go there with the with the R and B being like not really R and B anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and you, I heard you say '90s R&B, so I know that you are R&B head. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I like R&B. How difficult for you is it um, knowing that today R&B is always like you know it's basically a rap song, like mm-hmm. it's really a, with trap drums and melody yeah. for R&B. Like for you, somebody that and you saying you playing the guitar, like yeah. how much of a challenge is it for you to? break down those doors and say like no this is r&b like focus on this as opposed to doing you know the other stuff that everybody else is falling into i mean i feel like that just falls along with just you know being yourself okay because i feel like i haven't really had a problem with people not really being receptive to it especially when i perform like you know i always have tons of people coming up to me oh that was great like you know Mm -hmm. they feel it when they when they hear it so i feel like as long as it's true to me like it's gonna resonate with everybody else gotcha gotcha how often do you uh try to perform um last year i was performing a lot more like four or five shows a month but i really slowed down because um i have to finish the project and then also i'm looking to do some different things with my show this time like i wanted to be more rehearsed more um you know what I'm saying? I just want it to be more perfect. I know yeah, things no. can't be perfect, but... <laughs> I got you. I got you. I get it. I'm it's... so critical when it comes to that. And I'm just always about, you know, getting better at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a problem doing acoustic shows and stuff like that. Because people really love that. But at the same time, I know for me and the kind of artist that I want to be, I, w- I need to do more. I need to have rehearsals. I, I, want, I want backgrounds. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really want to bring it together. It's, it's dope that you said it because it's kind of like not getting... Number one, not getting comfortable, but also like not getting caught up in that... 
I guess typecast like oh she's she's neo soul she's mm-hmm. you know she's playing and guitar. I hate that yeah. I hate when people say I'm neo soul because I'm like no you like, listen yeah, to my music listen to it I, I got you it, it, it's weird like the whole neo soul term is weird to me sometimes too because it's 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 a made up term like mm-hmm. it's truly I, I'll I'll do a little history on neo soul for those of you listening that know because this is mainly hip hop so they, they never but neo soul uh, and I know I'm gonna slaughter his name now that so I'm gonna give some education on it but uh, Kadar I think it's Kadar his um the label that Erica Badu and all of them when they were, when mm-hmm. they first came out this guy was like man I have all these artists they're dope they're doing R and B but I need a way to market my label so he marketed his label by calling these artists like neo soul artists. Mm-hmm. And people took that and ran with it. Yeah. And started thinking like, oh, well, Erica Badu is Neo Soul mm-hmm. and uh, Jill Scott. All of those artists making that type of, you know, soulful yes. music is Neo Soul, like New Soul. And people took it and ran with it. But it's, it's really R&B. That's yeah. all it is. It's just R&B. And I really it. hate the labeling of it all. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because then you get, I remember for a while, like when I was first uh, starting out, I kept on getting caught up in like, so what kind of artist am I? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, am I Neo Soul? Am I R&B? Mm-hmm. Um, and my pop, but yeah. I just feel like I'm gonna let those, I'm gonna let everybody else decide what it's gonna be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna make music, but, um, yeah, the labels are crazy, <laughs> especially cause I had natural hair. I know it's like kind of down now, but normally I wear my Afro and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So everybody just, Oh, you do oh, you like, you, you just in there. You got the Afro, <laughs> you play the guitar. Yes. <laughs> you got incense lighting. You had a patchy over there. I was like, yeah, she Neo right? Soul. I'm like, dang, y'all just really put me in a box. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. I mean, but you know, that's, that's the thing about music is, it's so many different layers and, and you know, it, music is, 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 it's one of those things where, you know, people can have their own opinion. Yeah. I mean, at the ultimate goal is that you're listening. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I want you to listen and then give me your opinion. Exactly. It's like, whatever happens, happens. Um, so, with that being said, like, um, I know you say you took a break from performing. You're focusing on this project. Does this project have a name yet? Is it something that you can give us or is it? Yeah, it's okay. called I Am, actually. Okay. I yeah. am. Oh, you, you told me that. That's me not listening. You said it <laughs> earlier. Okay, so yes, I Am. I am. Me, from the outside, um, looking in, you say I Am. The first thing that comes to mind to me is this is going to be more of a like autobiographic type music. It's you know, like an introduction. Introduction to who you are as, as an artist, as yeah. a person. Gotcha. Okay, so what what is it can we expect? Like, you know, um, the record, the one that you released, that's going to be on there, The uh, the Way? Was that yeah, it'll, it'll be a re-recorded version. Okay. But, um, yeah, The Way. Um, I have another song, Caught You Looking, which I'm okay. most popular for. Anytime I go out, people always remember that song because I play it and it's crowd participation and everybody be like, what you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I have another song, uh, called Lifetime and I'm still working out the tracks cause I have more songs than I need for the gotcha, project. Gotcha. And this, you said it's going to be an EP, right? Just, yeah. Uh, an EP. Quick. So it's probably like four or five songs at the most. Gotcha. Um, man, I want to hear, I want to hear some more stuff from you. You, you gave us a sample. Um, and, and I love when artists come on and, and like show their craft off and sing and, mm-hmm. and, and, and rappers come on and rap. You, you'll be surprised at so many people that are don't want to do that and yeah. I'm looking like you are an artist like, right you, this is what you do yeah that's what you do um so with this this record and, and honestly I'm stuck on the way because I heard it it took 15 seconds like well no I think that video might have been 10 seconds was it 10 seconds yeah. it was like 15 seconds and I heard it and I was like yo like what's up with, <laughs> what's yeah. up with this record you know <laughs> yeah and, and, and you know so 
when we have this and and, and just the emotion and, and how you write and um the things that come across in your music it, it sounds very personal you yeah. know what i mean it mm-hmm. sounds like even if you didn't write it i can tell that you know whoever wrote it, and i'm not trying to discredit you as a songwriter i want to yeah, put yeah. that in but it sounds like one of those records that number one you're having fun this is something about what's going on in my life right now and you it, it's almost like you sung it the way that the the audience have to understand. Like, you yeah. got to listen to this. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, this is me. It, it, it's a touching record, you know? Um, as far as the other things that are going on for you as an artist, um, is it something that you see, like, progressing forward? Like, you have this EP, and you, you say you're working on a, an, um, a full length after that. Like, where are you seeing yourself as an artist down the road? You know what I mean? Two to three years down the line. Um, two to three years down the line, I'm hoping to have been on like several tours. Okay. Um, I don't know. I try not to put too much of a limit on it, you know, um, cause I really don't know how it goes. I just learned that just from even these two years. Like yeah. you just never really know <laughs> <laughs> what you're going to end up doing, but I definitely want to do this for life. Like, yeah. you know, this is something that I've always been doing even before I started trying to make it a career. So it's just something I want to keep going. I want to keep growing. I definitely want my fan base to be huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want people to hear the music. That's what I get most excited about. And also I just want to be a role model like one that isn't typical like you know like i just feel like i've to make it you know what i'm saying yeah, um yeah. <laughs> to make it i just feel like i would have crossed so many barriers and like what an inspiration especially for girls who just like i said had ch- children early mm-hmm. and just giving up um i definitely want to do that i want to talk to girls i want to go out and just be a part of the community and just yeah. be a good role model for women or even just a different role model than you normally would see. Like, even with the way it's just like being a woman is great. Like, mm-hmm. you can express yourself however you feel fit. And that's OK, because you have to be who you are at the end of the day. And that's what I'm all about. I'm pro-choice, pro-do what you want to do, pro-live your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, you, you're, <laughs> you're the, spokes, the spokeswoman. No, I, I think that's dope, like, because a lot of people... You don't you don't hear that conversation a lot, like saying that you want to be a part of the community. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that have selfish in, intentions when it comes to music, but yeah. it sounds like that you truly want you want to change. Yeah, <laughs> you want to change like the world in a sense, like through your music and and, and just what you're doing, uh, your passion. Um, man, you blew my mind with the stuff you were just saying there. Because, like, I, I just love to hear people be about the community and trying to make change because it, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, you know, they become, they want the fame. And, yeah. you know, people don't want to put in the work. They right. want overnight success yeah. type thing. Um, and, and you're definitely building a solid foundation. Um, some of those things specifically, because I've heard you speak, you know, very um, proudly of, of being a mother yeah. in, in music right now. Does... Um, and, and it's kind of like one of those things, um, your music, does your music truly reflect, you know, motherhood? If, and I know that's kind of like a crazy See, question, but, you know. No, um, I feel like if you were just listening to my music, you may not know. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things that I can't force. Like, gotcha. um, I feel like when I'm ready, because sometimes I have... Even though I'm a writer and I do write about personal things, sometimes it's really hard to put into words because I'm all about the story. Like, I want you to get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if I I have to know what I want to say about it 
first. And it just kind of has to be natural because it's, it's honestly not even because I haven't wanted to write about it or maybe that I couldn't. Like, it has to be the right music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I let the beat tell me what to write. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or if I'm writing it with my guitar, it's just like, it's whatever the music sounds like. Then I just go with that. You know, I, I, that's the perfect segue. You said what the music sound like. Um, our sponsor, Lander. Um, if you want your music to sound great. Yeah. Um, you want your music to sound um, excellent with a master, then you want to try out uh, Lander. Uh, go to lander.com slash promo slash straight out the den or S-O-D-D um, and, and get the free trial. Uh, like I told you before, Lander, um, it's a drag and drop um, instant mastering service. It's a very simple process. They have, um, you know, it's, it's easy steps. You take your mix, you know, get your, your, your music mixed down well, and then you literally drag your, upload your mix to their site mm -hmm. and download the mastered version. And you can check out, preview the original and listen to the mastered version. Is that like instant? It's, it's literally wow, like that. Like that's I, really I use, crazy. We look, we're going to use this, Lander. It's called, yeah, it's called Lander, Lander.com. Uh, and you can use, you guys can use the promo too. Yeah. And it's like, uh, the promo version, it'll give you two free MP3s of it. Um, but there's That's like great. three different levels. Kind of like, you know how SoundCloud has like three different levels? Mm -hmm. Same type things, three it's different levels. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, no, it's it's literally like I use it to master podcasts and all that. Like, all you do is like they give you the guidelines as far as like to to make your master the best. It can be. So, yeah. So, like, um, you, you want your mix to be at like negative 4 dB. Or something like mm -hmm. that. So it can, you know, leave headroom. Yeah. So you, you leave your mix. Make sure you got a, a solid mix. And you literally, like, you're uploading, like, a song to SoundCloud. Yeah. You upload it. You upload it to Lander. And once you upload it, it'll go through the processing. So you have to take that time. But it'll go through the processing. And depending on your internet connection, that can be anywhere between 3 to 15 minutes. But it, wow. doesn't, it doesn't take long. Yeah. Um, and from there... You literally like, well, it'll start previewing it for you. So it'll preview and you can go to uh, listen to original or you can press the tab and listen to a master version. And depending on the levels that you have, like I have the pro level, so I can literally go th through and say, like, I want low intensity, medium intensity mm -hmm. or high intensity. Yeah. And you can preview all of them. And then you hit um, like download. Yeah. And once you go to download, it'll it'll send you an email once your master is ready to download. Yeah. You get the email, click the download link, and you download your master. That's awesome. It's like, I mean, and, and, and honestly, like, it's one of those things, like, in my personal opinion, it's not going to replace, like, a mastering, like, going to a mastering mm -hmm. studio. But if you're somebody that has a, a limited budget and mm -hmm. you want high-quality sound, it's the best option. Yeah. Like, and, and the thing is, like, uh, uh, forgive me, I, I don't know uh, the price for all the levels, but... Um, I can go there right now while we're talking about it. But this is Lander. Like, for the promo, you guys go there right now. You hear them talking about it. They're interested. Um, Lander.com is L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You go there, you're going to get a free trial when you uh, sign up. Very simple process. It doesn't take long at all to do. But, uh, there, yeah, there are several different um, pricing levels. And when you go there, you can – let me see if I can pull it up real quick while we're in it for uh, pricing. So, yeah, they have, like, a free one where you get, like, uh, unlimited previews and two low-res uh, MP3s. But if you're somebody, let's say, if you want the pro level, which I have, it's, like, it's $39 a month. Mm -hmm. Or you can do, like, $300 a year, which yeah. is how much you probably would pay for, like, to get your whole album mastered. You know, on yeah. somebody, just somebody regularly doing it. And you get, like, unlimited waves, 16-bit, um, 44 uh, kilohertz. And it's, like, unlimited low-res, unlimited high-res, or unlimited uh, waves. 
Okay. So it's like, I mean, it's dope. Like, it's worth just checking it out. If you like it, like I said, tweet us and let me know that you like it at Straight Out the Den. And um, it's, I think for anybody that's like an underground artist that don't have like a huge budget, budget try it. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you to try it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's worth it to me. So, um, but yeah, with that being said, um, man, we went all the way over there with that. That's, <laughs> But I mean, it's, it's, it's dope though. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, like. My podcast, I have underground artists on here. It's yeah. like, why not take advantage of it? That's yeah. my thing. You know what I mean? Um, but this is this thing, because I know I, I told you guys, I, I got another um, podcast, another guest. They're, they're actually on the way. But I want to make sure that I get you to do our segment called Vinyl Conversations. Okay. So you see all this vinyl over here. I don't know. Did Ron, did Ron tell you? No, he didn't tell me. He didn't tell you. No, probably... you, no you, did all, you did all right. So look, here's the thing, right? I'm, a, I'm an avid fan of vinyl i love vinyl so mm -hmm. you see all the vinyl here what you're going to do you're yeah. going to randomly pick a piece of vinyl from each crate okay uh get that vinyl come back on the mic let us know which vinyl you have and tell us a story behind it It can be something as simple as um whatever it reminds you of okay. it doesn't have to be something that like you know it but if it yeah. reminds you of anything give us a story then after that we're going to put one of those vinyls on a record player play it and you can give us some freestyle um oh. melodies <laughs> from from melody all right? okay all right cool cool so, this here, um, one from here, here, then this right here. Okay. So, yeah, just randomly pick, too. Okay. She did. I, I was looking at what you picked up. I was like, I was hoping you were going to pick up something that people would um, would, would recognize because yeah. <laughs> I got all, <laughs> all right. kinds of stuff. Like those first two you picked up, <laughs> I can't even tell you anything about those. So, right. <laughs> um, you know, walk us through. Let us know what you have in your hand. Okay. The first one I picked out was Tears and Laughter um, by Donna Washington and Quincy Jones and his orchestra. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. There you go. Quincy. That's Donna Washington, too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mercury High fidelity so just describe yeah. it so yeah what what i mean when you see that what comes to mind i'll t i'll say that um i see happy and sad because <laughs> okay. on one side is the tears and the other side is smile so very literal tears and laughter okay and then um i got irving fields plays irving berlin hi-fi yeah, that's one of those records. I was like, yeah, I don't know. But I think yeah. that was just in like one of those, uh, like I bought a lot of records. Yeah, it <laughs> just was just one in there, yeah. Yeah. She um reminds me of Marilyn Monroe a little bit. Okay. And then, of course, I got the great Whitney Houston. Whitney. <laughs> yep. That's her, that's her that's first. In yeah. her prom. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, her, um, the first one right there. Yeah. The, the self-titled joint. So what we can do now? Oh, oh! Do you have a story about Whitney Houston or anything? Um, I don't really have too many stories about Whitney, but she was great. She yeah. was the ultimate vocalist. Definitely <laughs> was. Definitely was. Great. She really was. So what we can do now is, um, now that you have those those records, we're gonna pick one. Or no, you're gonna pick one. Okay. Any one you want, and we'll put it on the record player here, and um, we'll just play a little music, you know. Okay. And you can do one. Anything feels to you, you know. 
anything comes to the spirit, just go ahead and <laughs> just spew it out. So which one? Which one is that that you have? That's the. I picked the tears and laughter by okay. um, Quincy Jones and Donna Washington because I haven't heard it before. So. All right, cool. Just something fresh, be unexpected. Yeah. So. Washington, she's she's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like. So um, I see something on here that I. I I have listened to this record a couple of times. I didn't realize this one you had in your hand. Um, so I'm going to play something. I hope that you like. So, I mean, at any given time, you can uh, chime in. Start, okay. start staring <laughs> at us a little bit. Um, no pressure. Just do, do what you do. Here's the thing, and, 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 and I've had this happen several times, and this is no flack to R&B. I love R&B artists. Most R&B artists, they do not want to um, sing over another yeah, artist. Yeah, I like, hate that. Like, I like, can't. No, I can't do it. So <laughs> Unless look. I know the song, then I might harmonize with them yeah, or yeah. something. <laughs> so it's cool. You gave us a couple ad-libs, and they ain't knocking that at all. So here's what I want you to do. Okay. You did it earlier, so you already kind of gave us a little bit. But just so the people know that you really can sing, that's what an S-A-N-G. Okay. Give us, a, give us a few bars. I mean, you can do something from the, uh, what's that, the, the, the way joint if you want to. Okay. It's up to you. Um, actually, I might do some of you looking since that's like the okay. most recognized song. Okay, cool. Here okay. we go. I wish I had my guitar, but hey. Hey, don't let, oh, no, I don't have one with sorry. Oh, right. I was going to say, okay, <laughs> we can get it cracking in. All right. But caught you looking when I looked over my shoulder. I don't know, did it get a little colder? I got chills running through my body. Now it's hot, you'd have thought I popped a Molly Susie Q. Waffles under grandmother moon. Ryan, help me up. Check my mirror and saw you. Yeah, I guess I caught you looking. <laughs> With your looking eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I need that record. I don't have that. I got. I got to get that. That's dope. Yes, that's gonna be the next one that I release. That's gonna be like my first real like release for my project. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> y'all got a sneak peek. Um, 
That's dope. I, I I need that. See, see, run me. He holding out, man. <laughs> I brought you, baby. You did. You did. You did. You did. You did. You did. Definitely did. Definitely did. Uh, what what was the name of the record? Oh, I know what it was. It was on the last podcast. Oh, after secret. Yeah. Secret. That's oh, yeah, when. That's yeah. when I heard it. She was on there. I was like, okay, yeah, that's what it was. I was like, I know I heard some music prior. Yes, we're working hard to get that to be yeah. where it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, you know, look, I appreciate you coming here and, and uh, spending some time with us. Uh, it's been very dope conversation in the Thank short period of time me. that we had. No, no problem. You're welcome. Anytime you want to come back, you're welcome. Okay. Um, before we get out of here, is there anything that I may have missed? Is there something that you want to leave the people with? Um, anything? Oh, okay. Two things. Um, first, follow me. Um, my social networks, everything is Melody Rain. That's M-E-L-O-D-Y-R-E-Y-N-E. That's on SoundCloud. That's on YouTube. That's on Google it. <laughs> and I'll pop up. Um, and then the other thing is um, the House of Lotus. Um, me and Ron Shirley and a couple of our housemates have been putting on shows here. Well, not here. Well, yeah, here in Atlanta in the West End. So um, come May 2nd, um, and you'll see both of us performing along with four other dope people. So. It's dope, though. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to try to make it out um, that day because I, I, I've, I've seen the flyer. And I think one day I had an event over at PAX, so I couldn't make um, that particular one. But I do want to come out and show some support. So, look, I appreciate you coming through. It's been dope. Um, really great having you. And like I said, you're welcome to come back anytime you want to. And we can do a part two. You know, it's nothing yeah, yeah. wrong with doing a part two. Yes, um, and I'll be prepared next time. I'll bring something on the guitar or anything. Hey, no, it's all good. <laughs> we can get a little live performance going. But you know yeah. something? I'll tell you what. When the project drop, you come back. Yeah. We can break down it. And let's do something special. Maybe go song, track for track yeah, and break down yeah. this record. That would be That'd great, be actually. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We could definitely do that. Well, look, hey, it's Jay Good or Straight Out the Den. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook. All of that stuff is at Straight Out the Den, S-T-R, the number eight. O-U T-D-A-D-E-N. Um, as always, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, anything that you have good to say about us. Or, you know, if you don't like the podcast, that's cool. Tweet me and let me know what you don't like about it. Maybe I can fix it. If not, you know, I, I want to hear back from you guys. So make sure you do that. Um, thank our guest, Melody Rain, for coming through. Um, hey. <laughs> be on the lookout for the project when it drops. And when I the am drops. July 2015. I <laughs> In July, guess what else has happened? Part two. She's coming back right, to the I'll den, and we're going to break down the whole EP. I am track for track. Um, I think that's it. You know, uh, like I said, um, I, I have to end these things on, on a good note. So um, if you're listening to this and you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Gooder, straight out of the den. She's Melanie Rain. We out. We out. That was dope. I really like that. That was a real that was the best interview I've ever had. Like most of them <laughs> suck. <laughs>